Merry Christmas from Cross Politic. <laughs> Good to be with you guys, Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, the Water Boy, and Will Boyd. You notice I didn't mess that up. That was good. That was, that was good. That was clean. Is, is this our tree? This is our Christmas tree. So if you guys want to help us out and get us a bigger, bigger Christmas tree, you can email me at crossfaultcontact at fightlaughfeast.com. But yeah, that's our that's our Christmas tree. I think it's a little bit gaudy, but I appreciate gaudy? the spirit. What? It's changing colors. I know. It's kind of like... That's what Christmas know, trees purple, do. I mean, purple? That's not really a Christmas color. It just looks out of place. It's royalty, it's a, man. It's bad. Oh, okay. Man, look Stage at the... Stage design setup. We need someone to fix that. <laughs> hey, stay in your lane, man. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. You didn't. Oh, my goodness. This show is brought to you by One Hat Technologies. One Hat One Hat Technologies is a software development company whose motto is software craftsmanship to the glory of God. Mm. Man, One Hat builds custom apps of all kinds, business apps, mobile apps, web apps, desktop <laughs> apps, even apps for smart home devices. Oh, like Alexa? They don't make hats unless you're mm. advertising for them. Yeah. And then you get a hat. And then yeah. you get a hat. Uh, Just remember, don't give a command because it's going on TV. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you're in the market to have a new app developed, um, you can find out more at One Hat dot com and um if you'd like to find out more and bless cross politic you could even add a forward slash cross politic on there there you go and uh, they're supporters of cross politics so yeah you know salute to them across in one hat you know they they have as their motto to the glory of god but i don't think they're planning to cave no mm-hmm. well you go to their website when they the, get when the, the L- <laughs> <laughs> is that a new stinger chick-fil-a <laughs> 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 just leave her like the that. Chick Fil A cave? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, oh, you know, just saying. man! I mean, uh, when you hire yep. an LGBT RS uh, firm, when you drop uh, athletes in action it's, or fellowship of Christian athletes, yeah. it's worse than I thought. Oh, uh, it's going. It's yeah. much worse than and I thought. They've been, they've been, they've been yeah. working on it for a while too. Uh, under the yes, they have. The, so uh, this is their coming out. And all that to say, oh, one this hat is, their coming is out. not that. No, and one wow. hat is yeah. like is is hardcore. Yeah, uh, they. Their core values are truth, goodness, and beauty, which shine forth in every app they create. They're striving to live out the lordship of Jesus Christ in yeah. the technology yeah. world. That's great. Are those in Chick-fil-A's bylaws? Well, they say glory. To, they want to bring glory to God in their in their mission statement. Mm, they might need to rethink which, a few of their applications right now. Which is why it's I think not, it's even more um, concerning. If, they just, if, if their mission statement was just good chicken sandwiches, I mean, it would still be kind of disappointing what yeah, they've right, done right right but when they say we aim to bring glory to god yeah. in making good chicken sandwiches yeah. we're like uh so now you're gonna do that by disobeying god yeah. what's wrong right. with you people? exactly right. do never never leave one, that one more yeah, time yeah, do yeah, it yeah, again yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm so glad there you did that. I'm so, <laughs> hey and for all our club members this is gonna be probably the last month we have pints going out oh so oh. this is it. limited so, time Merry christmas literally L- limited you know, time l- fight laugh feast laser engraved pints coming out if you join if if you join, yeah, P- people who people who join get these pint glasses, and you could even put in a code that if you want to. That's that's the code. That's the code. Yeah. That's the code right there. <laughs> what? You're not excited about this? You decide. It looks it looks, am- looks amazing. You spent so much time. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up the this, font next uh, time. I'm gonna image. There we go. All right, hey, let's get, let's, let's move tree. on. Let's introduce Will yeah, Boyd. Please. Uh, <laughs> let's stay in our lane. I, I'm, let's stay in our lane. <laughs> I don't even know what um, my lane is. Oh, my goodness. I agree. Oh, uh, Will, Will F. 
Boyd is on the show with us today. I'm wishing are, he wasn't here. We are so <laughs> grateful that he is here. Uh, he is from Moscow. Uh, he lives here with his wife, Liz, and five sons and two daughters. Hey. He, he, he I just up, caught up with you. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You, yeah. You're coming. He's, he's, he's coming got money of yeah. yeah. You, you had yeah. me. I'm... I'm uh, he he grew up in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, attended college at University of Wisconsin Stevens Point, where he earned a BS in biology, mm. uh, with minors in chemistry and conservation biology. Really, um, conservation. Throughout his awesome. undergraduate years, he, per- he participated in You're numerous as bad as the E word <laughs> biological <laughs> field studies in fun places like the Bering Sea, Alaska's North Slope. Did you see Russia from there? I saw a polar bear. <laughs> I saw uh, Western North Carolina, Minnesota, Central Wisconsin, Minnesota. the Cuyahoga River Valley of Ohio. Did I say that right? That's it. The river yeah, that yeah. burned. He also uh, interned with uh, the Smithsonian's Conservation Research Center, where he led an effort studying giant eland reproduction and spent a season caring for and studying wallabies, True. kangaroos, and other marsupials at the Mac. Macquarie. Macquarie University. That too. Marsupial, <laughs> Marsupial Fauna Park near Sydney, Australia. How long were you there? There for a semester. Wow. Yeah, man. Will yeah. has worked in science education since 1999. That was Jamaican. <laughs> it wasn't down under. <laughs> no, it was down under for Gabe. Uh, as education director of public lands advocacy organization. Uh, he's also worked as a science chair and teacher at a Christian academy here. Zoology lab instructor. Or ornithology, herpetology teaching assistant at North Carolina State University, and as a natural resources instructor at the University of Idaho. He has an MS in natural resources from U of I. He also uh, has recently worked as the 4-H science extension associate at the University of Idaho, and um, and now teaches science classes for Veritas Scholars Academy. And for Logos School. And for Logos School. So then what do we... What do so we, all that to say, I can't hold a job down. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're just so talented. Well, well, so what, what, what do we call you? What are you? I'm a science teacher. Oh, okay. I'm not a scientist. I don't okay. have a PhD. All right. I love God's Although, creation. Can we yeah. add all that stuff together and create one after all that? Bio? Sort of like, yeah. I think he's got Well, I got honorary, a couple of handles. An honorary you know. doctorate from Cross, cross Politics. politics. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Cross Politics. Thanks yeah. for joining yeah, us. Nice cool. to be here with you guys. Ah, well, and... And uh, so you've done a ton uh, and I just want to, so what's your favorite stuff? Like, I mean, wh- wh- I mean, where is your passion? If, if, you know, somebody just puts a mic in front of you and says, all right, well go where, where, what do you talk about? I talk about e- ecology and mostly talk about the interface of where creatures and non-living parts of the environment meet and work together. And I think the most exciting or interesting part of that to me right now is, is just, the coasts. Okay. So much is happening on the coast. It's where it's where this massive water body, 71% of the planet, meets with terra firma, that part that the Lord drew up out of that ball of water. Yeah. And that that interface is just super exciting to me. Why? Well, yeah. What's exciting about uh, it? It's exciting because it's surfing, dynamic. You, you, you surf? I like surfing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've been stung by jellyfish plenty. Uh, grew up on the Chesapeake Bay. Probably... Yeah. That has yeah. a lot to do with it. Grandma and Grandpa retired. Uh, grandpa was a Methodist preacher, retired down the bay, and we'd spend summers and Christmases down there getting stung by jellyfish, uh, scooping blue crabs off the dock posts, oh, yeah. man. playing with fiddler crabs, and yeah. uh, it's just a dynamic place. The waves are always moving, yeah. and so the... the so the, blue uh, crab or Dungeness? 
Yeah, so in our neck of the world which, here, it's about Dungeness. Yeah, I know, but which one is better? I got to stay true to my roots. It's Blue Crab. Absolutely. Yeah. My wife Chesapeake Bay. Okay. You're a Maryland uh, yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I've I've slow I've been a slow convert. So I was from Alaska. Oh yeah, and moved to Maryland, and uh, and my wife was born like born and raised Baltimore, <laughs> Chesapeake Bay, right. and she's just you know true blue believer yeah. in the blue shell crab. Yeah, yeah. she said you know, too. and she's tried the Dungeness, tried the Alaskan snow. That you know doesn't hold a candle. Yeah. No, right. to the blue. So for shell. me, it comes down to brisket or ribs. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> <laughs> we are not talking about Texas. Um, <laughs> so what's happening there on the coast that we miss uh, most of the time? I mean, why should Christians care? Why should Christians care about mm. the coast? Well, I'll just I'll read a little bit here. I got a couple of good quotes. Mm, nice. uh, this one. He came prepared. Now, I think he, kinda, he got some. I saw, some, I saw some show Spurgeon in there. There's a Spurgeon quote in here <laughs> yes, somewhere. About I know. The coast? Here we go. So Spurgeon's Treasuries of David. So two, two yeah. of the uh, most inspiring theologians to me lately are, are Charles Spurgeon and Jonathan Edwards. Yeah. And Edwards does this whole typology of nature thing. Yeah. And spends a ton of time. Can we still read Edwards? Didn't he own slaves? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you I, might want to adjust that a little bit. <laughs> Times are changing. So maybe like, Spurgeon is somebody else. That. Yeah. And it happened at the coast. So I'm just saying. <laughs> you might want to rethink that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Edwards. He just, he goes for it. He probably goes over the top with typology. I mean, he talks about everything. Yeah. He talks about the sun a lot. He talks about crocodiles mm. and how they're, when they're, little in their egg it's kind of like sin just getting a root then they grow into this mammoth beast mm-hmm. you know when sin actually reaches its its fruit i never like um, crocodiles yeah they're scary so makes sense they're right there's yeah. a connection so spurgeon says this in his treasuries of david uh this is on this is his exposition on psalm 19 uh which uh, verse one the heavens declare the glory of god and then he says the book of nature has three leaves heaven, earth, and sea, of which heaven is the first and most glorious, and by its aid we are able to see the beauties of the other two. Any book without its first page would be sadly imperfect, and especially the great natural Bible. Since its first pages, the sun, moon, stars supply light to the rest of the volume and are thus the keys without which the writing which follows would be dark and undiscerned. Man walking erect was evidently made to scan the skies, and he who begins to read creation by studying the stars begins the book at the right place. Mm. And so I just love this uh, frontal approach to general revelation. Mm -hmm. He, he doesn't, he doesn't weigh delicately into it. He gets right into it. This is God's it's a book book. Yeah. And you you need to read it. it. Yeah, exactly. And I think the more we are intentional about reading it, the more we see of God's goodness uh, and the more we know how to better tend it. It's interesting. So um, we were talking earlier before the show, and that probably means something different to you now than it probably did a little bit ago. You you actually were an evolutionist, right? Yeah, definitely. So was that in the beginning of your education? And then as you begin to go down, you what, what was it that changed it for you? Yeah, so I so uh, went went away to college and just kind of swallowed the whole thing they taught me, uh, mm, the whole right. evolutionary narrative. You grew up Christian? And then grew up to- Christian, but didn't have a really strong apologetic. Okay, yeah. and so I bought into all of that uh, stuff, and then because of my concern for for nature, for creation, I really kind of bought the liberal agenda because they seemed to be the ones that were advancing anything that has to do. They with cared about ecology. creation. They, they, they cared about. They the, seemingly or they cared said about they creation. Did. Yeah. <laughs> right, what, what, right. what year was this? What, what, what year was so this? So this was probably ninety five, ninety six. Okay, ninety five, ninety six. Okay, keep going. Uh, yeah, fast forward, uh, and I just tried to. I I really unthinkingly 
pretended that I had this this coexistence between being a Christian and the Bible and evolution. Right. I pretended yeah, to right. do the theistic evolution thing. Right. Okay. Never really <laughs> digging deeply into either. Right. Um, and so uh, came out here, and a guy taught a night class on the inerrancy of Scripture. Right. I was a super baby Christian. Inerrancy of Scripture was folly to me at the time. It didn't make sense. How could mm-hmm. these guys not mess up? Right, right. After transmitting this this document on for so many years, there's got to be an error or two in here. Right. Um, Especially since it doesn't mesh with my worldview. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so that inerrancy of scripture class just blew my mind. All of a sudden, the shackles <laughs> of evolution started coming off. And it wasn't then, like a it wasn't like an argument. It was just like oh, inerrancy of scripture, and all and, of a sudden your science settled into the right place. That and then a uh, uh, men's retreat at Camp Wooten on creation, where Sam Minnick, the microbiologist, yeah, yeah. incredible microbiologist. Uh, demonstrated the complexity of the bacterial flagellum in its yeah. motor. Mm-hmm. And I'd never looked deeply at how these mu- <clears throat> these microorganisms show incredible complexity. So yeah. in, in 30 seconds, what did the what did the flagellum, how did that mess up your worldview? Uh, because evolution relies on this idea that we're going from primitive, simple to complex. Mm-hmm. But there's complexity from the beginning. And if you consider the beginning microorganisms. Yeah. And so there's no way that you can even get to that step. You have this complex motor. And where is this? This in- is in this is the motor that powers the tail of a bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's, so it's not less complex. Oh, yeah. It, the complex goes all the way down. It goes it all the way down. And, and, and then you and the and the obvious question is, who made that? Yeah. Exactly. You, you don't get complexity from nothing. Exactly. So you just jump right to creationism right after that. Yeah. Easy jump for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, pretty much. When we come back, I want to talk about environmentalism, uh, the conversation that's being had right now, and then where can Christians kind of fit into this with not biting off what the world and how the world deals with the conversation. Yeah. We'll talk more. more with uh, Will Boyd next on Cross Politics. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. Get that man some more water. He's oh, drinking. He's water. He's going. He's what a fish. Yeah. He's a fish. Got some water for him. Welcome oh, back. Go. I got you. Awesome. Thank it's you. To cross politics. This is just in for show. <laughs> we are in the studio today with Dr. Science Teacher. <laughs> cross politics <Will> doctorate. <laughs> boy. Yeah, we just gave him an honorary doctorate. On the Cross Politics show. And, <laughs> we, we do that here. We do that. Yeah, yeah we do that. Crown, we baptize already, him. We got it. Professor Shannon with us <laughs> in the studio and Professor Waterboy. There you go. Uh, Pastor Toby, thanks for joining us. Well, I hate to see the education that comes out of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, well, um, you have been, um, you've seen the, the, the gamut, basically, of uh, creation, um, uh, study of environment, ecology, and, and creation care slash environmentalism. I mean, you've kind of seen the gamut. Um, how, how, what's your word to Christians? Where you, we, we have this, I mean, we have like people like um, AOC with yeah. the Green New Deal, 
who wants to bring like this statist thing on us saying if we don't get off fossil fuels in 10 years we're all doomed basically yeah. like you know at the cost of about 90 trillion i mean yeah but what's the cost of the world gabe and and, and <laughs> seriously and so and and conservatives i think rightly just rev- that's that's <laughs> revolt you know like, like we, yeah. we just revolt to that we yeah, just, yeah. we're just like this, this there's nothing like we hate that kind of tyranny yep, that right. top down um jack boot you will fix the environment or you'll die kind of thing and yet at the same time, I think all of us kind of know, but it does say that we're supposed to take dominion of, of creation. We are to love what God's made and what he's saying in creation. So how do you, how do you sort through that? Yeah, I think a lot of that noise coming out of D.C., we have to see it for noise. We need to keep uh, fighting those top-down regs, but we need to also uh, carve away some space in our heads to, to think our own thoughts. We can't just be reactionary and defensive to the new green deal and to climate change. We have to actually carve out and create uh, a a Christian land ethic, a Christian creation ethic that's viable, that's powerful, that's robust, kind of like what you guys are doing for, uh, you know, the pro-life gender, all those important topics. We need to, we need to stop creation groaning also in this clean water, clean air, biodiversity realm. What is is, it? What does that look like? What do you mean by that? so? So I, walk that out. Yeah, walk it out. So first, I'd say we have to preach to creation, and and that might seem kind of funny or it's a little or, funky. Keep going. Or, I'm just know, looking at God or Francis of Assisi <laughs> style here. <laughs> yeah. But if we read Mark sixteen fifteen, it says all Christians. Uh, it says sorry. It says we need to uh, preach to. And I lost. I lost the verse. That happens a I lot here. Mentioned it. It's all right. Just pull it up. Oh, okay. Pull it up here. Yeah, when you say that, my, my uh, antennas kind of go off the other way. Like when you say preach to creation, the charismatic side of me is like, okay, what are we preaching? Are we going to do like a rain dance? Are we going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. how does this work? Because, you know, th- I, want, I think that there's some natural things that happen instead of just, you know, if we are faithful in some of these other areas, there's a natural way that we treat creation. But you say preach to it. It's yeah, like, okay, give this. So go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And what I think that means is we're going out, we're thinking God's thoughts through creation, we're studying creation, we're studying that natural Bible. Mm-hmm. That gets us into the space of recognizing, hey, this is God's creation. Sure. It's not it's not all of those liberals' creation. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to have a reactionary approach to it at all. It's right. God's. Let's right. give him the credit off the bat. It makes me think too of I mean, th- what the gospel is is to people is is telling them who they are and what they're for. Like, yep, you were right. made in the image of God. Yep. You're fallen. You've rebelled against your maker. Christ came, died, paid the penalty you couldn't pay, took the curse, and sets you free to become new creatures in Christ. But it seems like the same thing could be then applied to the brokenness, the way that the curse affects nature. Yeah, we right. say God made you trees, God made you water, yeah. and you're to please and serve God, but the curse has to be removed from you too? Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? No, I think that's exactly right. And once we start there, then we can look around and say, oh, there are some things locally here that aren't looking quite right. We need need to take what Gordon Wilson has told us to do in his his recent book, in in Ride in the Dance, which is go out and look at the beasts, ask them to teach you, and then really, does this look right here? Mm. Um, Mm. This doesn't seem to look right. What might be going on here that's not quite right? I think I think part of the problem in this conversation is the liberals want to kind of define the environmentalism or taking care of the environment as kind of leaving it as it 
was best presented to us or leaving it. That's you know, a good point, Gabe. Right. That's, like, really that's good. A, and that's a corollary to humanism. <laughs> yeah. Very much. Exactly so humanism right. says man is basically good. Yeah. Right. So we need to just, and it's, and it's society that corrupts him. So we need to, right. And that mountain is basically good. And, and so that tree is exactly. basically good and all that and stuff. We, I, I think and, there's a corollary there. Yeah. That's I think a that's, a, that's a great connection to humanism. And, and so the, but the problem is, is taking dominion. Um, I mean, God didn't have a problem destroying lands. In in scripture, I mean, oh, especially in the Old Testament, we see again and again. So, um, you know, stripping a mineral mine or um, uh, creating a wildlife reserve, those both can be taking dominion. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's all a matter of how is it done. You know, we don't destroy things the way God does. He cursed lands. He enacted judgment. We don't have that authority. Yeah. But sure, we do. Certainly. And what he's taught us is to we need to look at the processes he's built into creation. We don't just go and, and, and build this strip mine and ignore the water table. We, if we do that, we're not holistic reading his approach. nature book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we need to have yeah, a holistic we, approach to and, it. And Christians are, are uh, the only ones that can have a truly holistic approach. Yeah, one of the things... Because that, it's God, family, yeah. have babies... Yeah. Baptize them. Yeah. <laughs> go baptize you got it. There you go. Yeah, I see you. I see you. I see you. And then teach them to love the land that God made and take care of it. Yeah. So what, that's truly holistic. So then, in in, a, in an environment like in a city where you don't have, you know, yeah, the same type of ecosystem as you would in a country. Uh, for instance, we have a more a more wider ecosystem here. Uh, than we would in like Minneapolis, downtown, or New York. What, what's how do Christians supposed to in, engage where they're at and where are they failing at? You think? Yeah, I, I think if looking at small towns uh, like this, there are always water bodies running through. One of the best things that Christians can do is understand where their water comes from, and then if a raindrop falls, where's that water going to end up? And so, knowing the river drainage you in, you're in, and following that drop of water all the way from your little creek to the bigger river to the bigger river to the ocean. That gives you a true appreciation for uh, water's importance, but also the fact that it's still moving. And so if we, if we look at our, our uh, eastern Washington as an example, uh, something where we see some problems is that these shallow water wells that people are trying to drill to get water for their home, they're actually not drinkable. The water's not drinkable there because the nit- it hasn't been filtered enough. The, no, because or- the nitrate levels are so high. Mm-hmm. Because of decades of over fertilizing the farm fields, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's where some you know not forward thinking management has led to some actual creation problems. So all I heard from you was central planning and federal government, right? You see, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm kind of halfway joking a little bit, but ALC yeah. is what? right. That's because that's because you're you're only reacting. You're not thinking yeah. offensively. Yeah. But if we think offensively, we know that all those farms are privately owned, right? And we know that they could decide to do some different management practices that actually increase their topsoil, mm-hmm. increases their yield yeah. long-term, well, why don't and they do that? reduces They're the nitrates. They're capitalists. I mean, they, because, capitalists normally just do these well, kind of things. Well, capitalists have lifespans, uh-huh. right? And they're trying to make sure that their bank account looks good now. But it's if hard it, to but think if it increases their yield, why wouldn't it increase but, their yield now? But I think, but right. I think, the, I think the answer, though, is, is that a, a real Christian free market capitalist is not just thinking about the bank account now uh-huh. a real christian free market capitalist is thinking long term is thinking right. about grandchildren and great-grandchildren to a thousand generations right. that that's i mean the, the free market actually should you, you want to think about values not just now but long term yeah, yeah. Right. um and, and well, so, my, my point with, with with will is he's saying if you can increase i can i can help you with your farm management practice now increase your yield increase your you know I'm saying, well, if someone, if I owned a farm and someone came to me and said, I'll help you do this, 
Well, you're hired. Yeah. But but the, the you, you want to read the fine print. You always want to know, but what will this do to my farm long term? Yeah. yeah. What will yeah. I be what will I be leaving to my children and my grandchildren? Yeah. And um and so I think it's it's short term thinking is not really capitalism. It's not really well, I mean, not biblical either. It, I mean it's, it's, not, it's, it's not covenant all short term thinking exactly is, right. is capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Can we say yeah, that? that that's I, that's well. That's what I, I got that from Pastor Doug. It is, uh, but it's, it's true. Uh, but that, it's not. It's not. It's crony capitalism. It's it's yeah. me capitalism. It's selfish capitalism. But but real Christian capitalism delights in the capital that God's given you yeah. in every area, and then and wants stewards to, it. And wants yeah. to steward yeah. it well and and reinvest it and build legacies. Well, and and the issue of water, like you said, it keeps moving. So one one of the things that's really important is we have laws in our Bible that talks about loving your neighbor. And if you're polluting a water line that is going to eventually end up in your neighbor's well, then you're not loving your neighbor at that point either. So you're going to think about this, you know, this has like you're saying a future aspect to it, but then an immediate aspect as well, as far as like this water is going to continue to, and I don't want to poison my neighbor because now I'm responsible for how I'm treating his water as well. So I think that that we need to, I mean, it's it's amazing when you think about it. God's word really does have all the answers to this. A lot of it is really simple. Love God, love your neighbor, and apply those things to all forms of creation. It seems like one of the other practical things that comes out in a lot of these conversations is you have, um, I've compared the, the, the doom and gloom AOC, Bernie Sanders sort of hard left environmentalism to the Doom and gloom, the world's going to end, Jesus is coming back, the rapture any minute now. And that kind of extreme, immediate thinking distorts everything Yes, on both mm, sides. Mm, now, of mm. course, I, I'm brothers and sisters with the ones who are confused about the rapture. You yeah. know, I'm going to see a lot of them in heaven. Right. But I think it still has really problematic effects on, on uh, thinking immediately and short term, both sides. Whereas yeah. um, it seems to me that when, when we're working on these difficult issues, a Christian understands that, you know, the farmers that maybe were pouring too many nitrates on their fields for years and years, you know, some of it was not, I mean, it wasn't all intentionally like I'm going to screw right. up the land. Oh, yeah, right. The vast majority wasn't malicious. They were trying right. to do their right. best with what they knew. And so over time, though, do Christians correct what they do? Yes. Yes. We, we learn from things. We learn from, oh, man, that didn't go as well as I thought. Yeah. And so we make changes. But that doesn't um, th- th- that happens best um, through. Um, actually loving and studying creation, not being coerced. Well, right. it happens best locally and not from the federal government telling us how to use our rivers and waters here yeah. in Idaho. All right. You know. Well, last word. Yeah, last word. I would just say uh, another uh, I, important issue um, is taking dominion on some on some larger projects as well. And I just say we need to think about how has God built this landscape. We need to observe the processes he's put into place. What creatures are here? What's the topography like? What's the water table like? And we need to think of our impact as being a good gardener. Yeah. Yeah. Being a good gardener and working with his processes he's made. Uh, that's really active tending of creation. And I, I think you recognize, too, I mean, the thing is, is that so taking dominion is all of this. So we, we focus a lot on marriage and child rearing, but you can't do that in a, in a, in an absent. It's always in an environment. It's yes, always right. in a place. Yes. And, and, and you yeah. are always in a particular land. And so to love your wife well and to provide for her well and to love yep. your children well and to raise them well means to love the land that you're on. It's all connected. Well. You can't Amen. do it. You can't. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and, other, and if you're not loving the environment that they're in well, you're not loving your children and you're 
your, your, your wife well or your husband well. And of course, you should not get those out of whack. I mean, if you have to make a choice, you know, you love the people made in the image of God sure. f- first and, and then you work your way down. But it's, it's, it's to divorce it's, those two. It's is, silly is, to yeah. divorce yeah. those things as if they're not related. Yeah, yeah, I think Knox hit the nail on the head when he said it's a holistic thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's a holistic I, I approach. It's Professor co- Knox. Covenantal environmentalism. Yeah. Covenantal uh, environmentalism. You know, you know, you know, is that the name of the book? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that might have to make a chapter title. What, what's yeah. the website and where can we find out more about you? So homeschoolscience.org and also reformedenvironmentalist.com. Oh, reformedenvironmentalist.com. That one just went up, so there'll be content added as we go. Wow, that's great. Hey, brother, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Isn't it interesting that we baptize with water? Yeah. Isn't that? Uh, I want to talk about conservation.